0: Much help, oh he doesn't need any
1: help, how about that! It's a happy ending for Scotland for a
2: change, the time has come! And he's found across. How Al Robson he's turned really, what a goal that, that is! Dele Daniel Sturridge, Sturridge scores!
0: Oh it's over, it is over! Greece are the champions of Europe, the ultimate outsiders. And here's Gascoigne. A... He's done it again. Dear Walcott accelerating, pulled back towards Danny Welbeck. England lead again. Oh. Trezeguet is waiting in the centre. Trezeguet. France have won the European Championship. Uh, the Do... only thing that they have got is the big boy up front, Sigurdsson,
1: who really Sig
0: Thorson.
2: Oh, oh my oh, word! My oh. Tell us, talk us through that, Stephen. We know what's happened. We're talking about it. Shitting fan results. Shitting fan results. Shitting fan results.
0: Welcome to Man Marking At Euro 2020. We're going to be looking back at those two semi-finals this week. I don't know if you've heard, but England have made their first final since 1966. And I've got two of those, two of those brave boys, two of the brave lions sat across from me today who's going to be giving their thoughts on the semi-final and the build-up to the big final on Sunday against Italy. Chaps, how are we?
2: Uh I am still probably quite emotional about England getting to a semi, getting to a final even. I was quite emotional about them getting to a semi-final <laughs> and then going and winning and actually playing pretty well is a, is a bit strange. I can't help but think no one's filled England in, in a world chart for years. No. Since, did they, I don't know if they had them in 1966.
0: Well, Johnny Sharples tweeted before, didn't he, saying... Um, yeah, sex is great, <laughs> but have you ever written England in the final slot of a, of, a, of, a, of a Euro tournament world chart? And I thought, no, Johnny, no, I haven't. Hmm. And that it's, is... Uh, There's
2: been so many people who've not done that. No.
0: It, it, yeah, generation after generation after generation. Um, Ryan, how are you, mate? Buzzing. 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 Yeah. I, I, <sighs> what were you doing at three o'clock this morning? Listening to Kitten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it was just... It was great, wasn't it? Because we came close against uh, Croatia in 2018. I said a few times that I feel like it had the feel of that game, but reversed. I'm, I'm somebody who, who's known to get a little bit... like When I'm nervous, I am I talk a lot, whether it's Tramia or England, and people have to tell me to calm down, stop fidgeting, <laughs> just, just generally, <laughs> it'll be okay type yeah. stuff. When they scored that free kick, although I was worried about the free kick, I got my hand, head in my hands at one point. I did feel quite relaxed. Kind of believe in the England team to turn that game around. Everyone's been saying we haven't got to go behind. How will, we, how will we react? And it's, we've reacted on the biggest of stages on the biggest nights. So yeah. I just think hats off to the players, and I don't want to. I have a feeling of I'm. I'm happy that we're in the final. Like I'm so happy in the final, but it can't turn into. I'm ha- just happy to be there. Yeah. If you yeah. know what I mean. Although. I'd be more gutted, I think, losing in the semis than the final because we've never experienced the final. Yeah. Getting to that
0: that occasion, isn't it? Yeah,
1: but Southgate, you know what he's like. It was man management. He's not going to let them players think, just be glad you're here. Yeah. You're here now. You might as well go win it. So. Uh,
0: here hey for the crown. Yeah, well, quite yeah. right, isn't it? Heavy is the head. Mm. And Harry Maguire has got the heaviest of all heads. <laughs> um, what, I wasn't really worried about that free kick until oh. um, one of our friends, Paul Paul Allen, who has been... Uh, a <laughs> No, we've been waiting for a name check on the podcast, and we've given him one there. What a moment! Not for the him. best one. Is it? No, it's not. Direct, direct quote was: "Direct quote was um, this won't even hit the target."
1: I think that's because he was trying to shut me up because I was saying <laughs> this is such a great area. <laughs> this is such a great area, and it won't
2: even hit the
0: target. Well, I suppose it's probably a good place for us to start. Really, I mean, there's 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 probably two or three different angles that we can look at in terms of talking about this match, and I think. You touched on it there, and we we've kind of alluded to it at the very start in terms of the, the history behind the fixture, the history behind the occasion for England, and and getting to that final and sort of banishing some of those hoodoo's and those you know those shadows really that have that have kind of followed England players around for the last you know fifty sixty years. And we talked before the semi final about England's record in in major tournaments, England's record in knockout games as well. And I think we're all kind of acutely aware that England have been the best of tournaments. But then when you look at it. In the cold, like today, written down on paper in black and white, it is atrocious. Like we're a really bad tournament team. Yeah. Like considering the, the 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 quality of players that we've had in our team, we've been shit for a long time, for one reason or another. Who knows what it is? But I think the free kick, the game itself. How did we? How did we kind of find it? England started pretty well, and then and then Denmark really went at them, didn't they? And caused us some real problems, didn't they?
2: Yeah, they changed it, changed it a little bit, didn't they, Mark And they've always got the the kind of ability to do that and they've been known for that throughout the tournament. And they're a good side. They're not They're <laughs> not just going to go, oh, we are, we'll just lay down and let you have yeah. it. The free kick, look, it's a great hit. Like If you want to hit a free kick, you hit it like that. Yeah. I, and you're always going to have a chance of it going in. You can be critical of Pickford, that's fine. I will be. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, I don't think it's... A, it's not Howler. It's not Brilliant. I think he'd want to have it back again. It's one of them where you go, oh, I could have done a little bit better. And he'll know that. I thought the the big thing with Pickford, and he had a bit of a spell where it was, you know, a little bit frenetic from him. Just, just before what? and just
0: after the goal, wasn't it?
2: And it will shake you. It mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Quite rightly, someone on on that pitch, there's, what, 67,000 people in there. It, it It's a huge occasion... The goal's just gone in, and he—I reckon—thirty
0: million people watching it on telly.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I reckon he probably knew oh, I could have done. I could have done better. I, I thought you were going
0: to say I'm, I'm. He probably knew the live TV data. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Can you just wait and take that free kick? I've just got to check the old <laughs> the old stats on the TV viewing figures. But what I
2: thought was really really interesting was the team went and go, in previous tournaments. We would just go, "Oh, keep it messed up. We'll just blame him." And the, the rest of the like 10 overs, out, like yeah, ten overs would go, oh, well, we couldn't do anything because we be even messed up. No, 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 no. Actually, we'll go up the other ends and we'll go and turn it on. Yeah. And they did. And I, I remember sitting there last day watching it and going, right, well, now let's see what you made of. Because this is what you've got to face. You can't mm-hmm. just go, you know, so for referee refereeing decisions, you can't just go, right, well, it was a ref's fault. You've got to be better. Even in 86, Lineker has that chance at the end. Mm-hmm. It's a huge chance. It's an absolute sitter. There were still chances. There's always going to be chances to go back and, and get yourself in that game. It's about a mindset, and the mindset from England was fantastic. That back four came around to Pickford and was like, look, just calm down. We can do this. Just settle a bit. And you've got to grow into a game. You talk about a striker growing into a game. Talk about a winger <laughs> growing into yeah. a game. or the keeper might have to do that as well. And I thought, if that's what Pickford had to do well his team had bailed him out and that's exactly what a team's meant to do so and I get, I get we know the flaws of Pickford we, we've seen him destroyed every week in the Premier League Yeah, and it's nothing new P- teams are going to concede goals that's that's what football is
0: well not England up until well,
2: now no, but that, that, is, that is going to happen we were all waiting for it I think the emphatic nature of that goal didn't affect England which I thought was impressive when you're going oh like, well, that's 30 yards out what can we do here he s- didn't get to them and I thought that was
0: brilliant in a way I sort of Disagree, but I, I get the sentiments of it in that I think it did affect England, but it, it had a positive effect on us because I thought as though we started the game really positively first three or four minutes. We had that little sort of half chance where Kane whipped it across the face and Sterling didn't quite get there. And then I thought Denmark started to impose himself and the movement of Damsgaard and Dahlberg up there was causing us a little bit of problems. Dahlberg was dropping into areas and the two in midfield were getting caught a little bit too high up. Dam's God's a very clever little player in terms of the spaces that he occupies. And he was kind of getting away from um Walker in terms of being able to negate his physicality against them. But then I thought the goal goes in, and I do think, you know, I mean I was I was digging out Pickford mainly just to needle you because it's it's fun. <laughs> um but I did think, yeah, I did think it, he, he should have saved that and not, it shouldn't have been even a, a majorly camera save either. I thought he should really have, have saved that. And I thought I thought part of it, it wasn't a howler, as you say. The free kickers hit brilliantly and ultimately in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. And Pickford until now has been brilliant. And and and, and we all love Pickford. More just for, you know, he's a great goalkeeper and he brings a lot to the team, but I think his attitude and stuff and the way that he's part of it and, and, and the way that he clearly loves being there as well, I think means a lot to people. But... I, I, in terms of the reaction to the goal I felt as though England were kind of like and somebody said it, it might have even been you and somebody said well you, you've just pissed them off now yeah. and and we know as Tramia fans we've played enough decent teams at our place who were better than us in, in in even in the league you know in like big teams like Norwich or Leeds or you know whoever it might be turn up and we go 1-0 up and my dad always goes you've pissed them off now <laughs> you've, you've woken them <laughs> yeah. up and I feel as though England changed gear at that point and I don't think Denmark ever really believed that they could win it, even though they went 1-0 up. I
1: think, just, just on Pickford, it can be a brilliant free kick and he can do better and it can be just mm-hmm. the, the same thing, yeah. if you know Absolutely. what I mean. Yeah. Um, which Whichever, right, it's not a howler, it's a well-hit free kick and another day you might save it. Yeah. They can all exist together. Um, I, as you've touched on there, there was a calmness about us when we went behind that I've never seen from an England team because mm-hmm. in a major tournament, once we're behind, we're behind. Often we take the lead whether it's Brazil or um, the Croatia, Croatia yeah. th- it's kind of like we have to go in front and stay in front to win historically. Yeah. And this was a, this is, it's, I feel like Southgate keeps doing firsts and this is kind of another one. And just just on the for thing again, Like if you've won the Golden Gloves before the semifinals even kicked off and you've played well, you can only kind of really go one way and that's yeah. not me being negative but it's yeah, eventually exactly. it's like something... being the best
0: it's like finishing top of the league and being the best team in the world yeah. getting 100 points you know the only way is down you can't get any better Absolutely. Just,
2: just on Southgate the, I, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and they were talking about you know the Germany game and it was like is that Southgate's first like real 50-50 win so in, in terms against of against like a, a, yeah. a
0: major elite sort of team and it,
2: I was like, yeah, probably. I mean, I think we've always been quite under-raising. Did you not see us beat Panama in
0: 2018, might pull them to the sword?
2: I would have thought Colombia was a little bit more 50-50, but, I mean, it was a good it was a good point. I think this, as soon as you go 1-0 down, becomes 50-50. I think England were quite heavy favourites, and, and mm-hmm. quite rightly so. They have got an amazing team. But to write mark off, and then when you go 1-0 up, just the ability to adapt, to dig in, to kind of put a little bit more tactically better as well mm-hmm. keep the ball work the space and you see Kane I mean obviously everyone's has about him dropping deep but I don't mind if he does that
0: yeah I was guilty of that me I was fucking fuming about how deep he was going to the point where to the point where I was even <laughs> I was very close to going just fucking what Calvert-Lewin on there whatever he won't even do that and then he did that and I was like I've always rated you in the space there Kane I've always rated you dropping deep no what's
1: quite interesting um Mark Joyce, who we've had on the show, <clears throat> he must have saw I was online on WhatsApp at like 20 past 1 in the morning and we started messaging about the game. Listening to Atomic Kitten. And his, I'll have to check my phone, but he said something along the lines on, Kane has now um, sort of changed how that position would be played for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like in people, terms of the centre-forward position. Yeah, he's, he's revolutionised how that position will now be played. And while it can be frustrating... That turn and pass for that first goal oh, mate. is absolutely incredible. And if you're looking, and I know we're going to look ahead to Italy, so I won't do too much now, but if you're Benucci and you're Chiellini, you want to be in a battle with Kane. You want to go, right, back me up, do yeah. this and that. That's you want to fight, strength. don't you? Yeah. If you go, why well, is Kane 20 yards there? Oh, now Saka's just ran past me. Sterling's just ran past me. I don't really want these five foot seven diminutive speedsters really getting in the channels. I want to be battling Kane and winning headers. And I think... We've grew Kane's grew into that role so much in this tournament. I know yeah. he's done it for spares, and he has a role in spares. But you have limited time with these players, as we've touched on. And not only is he doing it now, he's got four goals. Like people were petrified the other week. Like Kane's not score and get him off, start someone else. Four goals and could have had more.
0: Do you remember after? I think it was must have been the Scotland game, maybe the Czech Republic game. And were, I can't remember who it was. There was an ex-pro who was on the radio. It must have been on Talksport, and he was going, "See, this is it for me." This is, this is why we should have taken Jamie Vardy. This is why we should have got him out of retirement and played. You wouldn't see Jamie Vardy hiding in this tournament, not like Harry Kane's doing. And I was just like... That's why the masses are switching to my marketing for <laughs> our unbelievable insight. Well, that's it, isn't it? And, we, um, and, you know, we may have been on the couch, or I may have been going, fucking Harry Kane, why are you so deep? Why are you so deep? To the point where uh, Paul, who we mentioned before, said, to be fair, Harry Kane has become one of the best defensive midfielders in the world, which I thought was a very funny comment. We're talking about kind of England recovering a little bit from a setback, I thought, interestingly enough, kind of given the fact that we're playing Italy in the final and the Italy Spain game, which we'll get onto in a little bit more detail in the second half, that was a really interesting football match. I thought, from the perspective of particularly when you compare it with England's game, that Italy were overwhelming favourites as much as England were in that game, despite the fact that the gap between the quality of Italy and Spain is probably smaller than it is between England and Denmark, player for player. Italy, because of the way they've played in this tournament, were the overwhelming favourites of that game. Spain have been a little bit underwhelming, you'd probably say, for the majority of the tournaments.
1: But underrated as well, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think so. But I do think i have the majority of their, I can't think of many of their matches where you would say that they really, they really turned it on. But they turned up at that game... And they, they were a different beast at that point. They played with more intensity. They moved the ball quicker. They played through the lines a little bit nicer. They moved the shape as well, where they had those three players. And we'll obviously go into it. But I thought England, was it was interesting to look and see how coming up against a team where you are the favourite and you want to go and impose your game on it. And the other team who has got players that are as good as your players, maybe not as many, but you have got a team that can play. And they go and impose their game on you. They're gonna make you have to go and think about something slightly different. Mm. And when I talk about England changing that gear, I think it was really important that we then went and got that goal when we got it. Because I thought had we not got that goal and gone into half time, it does start to make it a little bit more difficult. But a bit one, more desperate, exactly, isn't it? yeah. But I thought getting that goal at that time was really important, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it it just relieves a lot of tension and you go, Oh, well, yeah, but are you know, there we go, let's let's have a crack. And, and to be honest, without Casper's Michael and goal that could have been a lot more comfortable yeah yeah he was absolutely fantastic and obviously there'll be like you know the, the kind of a lot of stick given to him for what he said before the game or, or i think everyone knows that's kind of a, a bit of banter really um, i didn't i didn't mind did i me? thought it was quite funny i, d- I didn't really like, understand the question being asked to him to question
0: was the, i didn't i actually thought the funniest thing about it was i didn't think his response was actually that clever. He sort of stumbled over his words a little bit. Yeah, like he was a bit scared to say. He almost was like, H- "Has it ever? Has it ever come home?" Has.
1: But then even the reporter was like, "1966," which isn't exactly a great answer. I know. One, it's like, it so far away. Two, it's a different competition.
0: <laughs> Wasn't that the World Cup? And
2: I
1: was just like,
0: "What? What is this?" It is was. It's, like, a, it's a terrible, terrible bit, bit of jazz. The, the worst. One. It was shot. The question shocking. But do you know and what? And what? I whole think, think thing thing was just more, a bit reason,
1: like Casper michael is probably spent more than half his life in this country, he's earned his living in this country his dad made his name in this country like, he kind of I think people just expect him to be like oh yeah I love England and the Premier League is actually Danish, he is to actually represent his own country yeah. yeah just because yeah, yeah. we see him every week for Leicester doesn't <laughs> mean that he has to be like, oh yeah England
2: have a great side it's cause of
0: that, It's because of that really classic English name Casper that we all just, you know He's, <laughs> he's, a,
2: he's a really likeable cool fella though as well
1: And I think he's Last two, three years, I think he's been the best play, uh, goalkeeper in the Premier League for me. I think, arguably. I mean, yeah. even if you're in the FA Cup final a few weeks back, and you know, they were digressing a little bit, but he's a big game player, Casper Smike. Oh, and hugely. The, and I think it showed. Um, I, I also think there was a. I think the England fans have grew into the tournament in a sense mm-hmm. of it wasn't we really probably 10 days, two weeks ago that there was a lot of people who weren't still happy with Southgate. And I actually think this started in them two warm up games where we were very dour and we won two games back-to-back, 1-0, it was boring. Pe- people just thought they saw a pattern coming. Like, we've always seen patterns with, like, Sven, Capello. You just mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen. But they were the building blocks to what we're seeing now. I mean, they're two clean sheets ahead of the tournament again. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, the, when you're talking about a pattern, I think, in 2006, we beat Jamaica, 6-0.
0: Crouch, yeah, blazed the penalty Patrick. over, didn't he? He didn't blaze it, didn't he? Did, didn't he try and dink it? Oh, yeah. Dinked whatever. it over, didn't he? And
1: then what does that do for you pre tournaments? Yeah, you make a Well,
0: you're talking about
2: patterns, everyone felt like we are going to spank the rest of them. Yeah. Never quite happened. And we were dour and horrible in that, that tournament as well, really, because mm. we were missing Rooney. But I think when you talk about the England fans, it feels like they're now becoming like more understanding and more knowledgeable because the team is is as well. Like, you've got Southgate there saying, look, this is what we're going to do. These are our, these are our main objectives and that letter before the tournament is, brilliant. it seems to have done the trick,
0: really. But we've talked about it a lot of times with, you know, with Tranmere and Mickey Mellon. I think, Ryan, I remember you saying it once that the best thing about Mickey Mellon is he was, he's such a good politician and he, 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 whether he means it or he doesn't mean it, he understands what yeah. the people who are listening to him want to hear. Well, that's and every, and, and, yeah. every and good him, manager does. Exactly. Every good one does. And, and you know,
2: Ferguson and Klopp and
0: Mourinho to an yeah, extent. They, and, make, they make a connection between absolutely. what the fans want. What is it you want out of this team? What is it you want out of this club? What is it that makes you love this thing? Okay, well, then I'm going to find a way of giving that to you. And that's what Southgate has been able to do. And and it it won't just be Southgate. It goes to the backroom staff. It also goes to the media team as well. It goes to all those people that are involved in that from top to bottom. Everything about the way that the England setup has been run and projected to the supporters has been so well done. Even down to like a sort of TikTok video today of... Um, Bakao Saka falling off the unicorn and it going into the shooting stars to the point where um, he's the ball and Grealish is volleying Saka to Foden. And you just think, there's a lot of people of a certain generation who won't understand why that matters at all. But that's what people want. People want to feel connected to the England team and people want to feel connected to the manager and to the players. And they do. Really connected to
1: them. I think um, the reason it now feels more like a collective is because it's like that old saying, seen is believing. There was a percentage of us, I think, not even in an arrogant way, us three were in the boat of we trusted the process a long time ago with Southgate. Yeah. But there was quite a lot of other people who didn't. And it's taken these wins for them to trust him. And hopefully now they will buy time because if you lose at any point along this way, which is plausible, Germany yeah. could have knocked you out. Someone else could have knocked you out. We could have lost Southgate to Scotland quite been, easily. Yeah, Southgate would have been as perfect for this role as he is now. But because we lost it, yep. would everyone would have lost their heads? And you can't. Kind of and that's out, the fine margins. He said all the right things. He's done all the right things. And because we got it right on the pitch, hopefully next time there is a sticky patch or someone isn't happy with the formation, you go hold on a minute, let's reevaluate. Yeah. Because he's 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 earned himself that right now, Southgate. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about this tournament. I'm talking about in people forget quickly. Don't do the, the next World Cup or the next qualifying, whatever it may be.
2: Well, speaking of the next World Cup, I mean, obviously you've got. Denmark and I mean, starts soon, doesn't it? It starts <laughs> half an hour or so. Well obviously Denmark have, have done brilliantly they're my dark horses and they maybe really? yeah. you haven't mentioned that much. <laughs> but they're they're just a really good they're a really good side and there's someone who could probably do very, very well in the next World Cup. That that squad's still relatively young, it's coming around pretty quick, that might help them. At, you know, you can definitely see them getting to well, you'd hope they get to a quarter final there as well and to get there Possibly, in, yeah. in a in a World Cup against, you know, in that difficult environments that mm-hmm. it's going to be in I think that would be a great achievement so I um, I think the future's bright with it that damn squad is brilliant by the way
0: <laughs> he's a lovely footballer I wondered if and I was, I, I was kind of I felt as though you know saying maybe Denmark didn't feel as though they could win the match I didn't think it was so much like an inferiority complex I thought it was more just that they were looking at it going this other team is really good, like really good. And you know, sometimes you, you you play against the team or you watch your team playing against the team where it's not so much that you don't feel as though you're a, not able to beat them. You just think the chances of them allowing us to win this game is really small because not only have they got a lot of quality, they're also really sensible, professional, well-coached, well-organized mm-hmm. team that knows what it all of their jobs are meant to be doing at any one time. Up against the crowd. Exactly as well. And, and that was another question I was going to ask you both as well. We talked a little bit about, I think, Ant, you referred to them as fun hoovers. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of those people who've been out and about on Twitter today trying to trying to find some reason to bring the England team down, trying to attack the kind of good spirit and stuff that's been, that's been building. And I think a lot of it, as you say, is kind of, you know, there are some parts of it that I think is 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 worthwhile to talk about. I mean, there's there's been a lot of talk about, like, the booing of the national anthem and that type of thing. I, I must admit, whilst I don't condone the booing of the anthem, because I just I think a bit like a grown person in public going, boo, at anything, is weird behaviour, personally mm. speaking. Um, but I do think a little bit like... Why are people surprised by this? Are they, just- have they, like, never been to a football match? This is kind of what what... But that's happens the thing, at though. football matches? B-
1: because it's a national anthem, people assume it's political. Mm-hmm. But if you or go, if you, if you go or... to football matches, you boo the opposition when they're in doing the team announcement. Mm-hmm. You boo them if they do a huddle. You boo them as they come out. To, just, like if, you're not, When
0: the keeper runs towards your end, if he doesn't give you a clap, you boo him then again. I'm
1: literally just... I didn't think I'd really do it, but if I did do it, I'd just booing because you don't play for my team, yeah. no other reason, nothing to do with you, I haven't looked up your family history, and I'm just booing. I mean, some people might be booing for the wrong reasons, they probably are, but yeah. I, I do think you can walk into these things yeah. and try and find something that isn't there.
0: And I also think, somebody made the point that Spain and Italy, there was sections of their support that were booing one another's anthems, and... I feel as though when it, this happens in an England game, it gets blown up massively. Like, it's a much bigger thing than it actually is. All it is, in my opinion, personally, and as I say, again, I'd rather they didn't boo the anthem because I just think it's kind of moronic behaviour generally.
1: But some of them are really nice songs. Let's hear them. Well, well like this this is what... I think Max Ruston was tweeting
0: about it saying, he said, if you've got a ticket for the match on Sunday, I'd rather you didn't boo the anthem mainly just because it's really great to listen to. But I think when it comes to... Those type of occasions. I personally think the reason that they're booing it is, this is a football match. We want to win the football match. You're in our territory. So we're going to make it as unpleasant as possible so that you don't win the match. And I really don't think there's any more to it than that. No.
2: No, I think the reason it's blown up uh, because it's England is because I think a lot of it is army. They do, who do it and people like to use England as a bit of a battering stick yeah. don't they and you know if you follow them you're this you're that and obviously we've we've spoken to Barney Roney about that and it's not the case it might be for some people but yeah. it's like that in in club football there are minorities of people who are who are, who want to do that who want to cause problems who want to cause issues I'm not convinced you can tar, tarnish everyone with the same brush and, and the reason it's England is it's really easy and in English nature, I don't think we really fight back at it. We go, oh, right, okay, that's 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 still gonna happen. I don't really think you're gonna you're gonna change it. Look, people like taking England down, and people like all over the world like taking England down. I think when England went and played in Manaus, I don't think they got a particularly very good welcome there, no. and they've not got a good welcome everywhere else. It's our history. It's Something English fans, English, the English team have to front up and they do it every single time, yeah. And, and I, they do it pretty well and they've done it well for a number of years.
0: And I think, in a lot of ways, that a lot of the reasons why England, it, it, more as a concept than, than the individuals involved or even the supports, anything get you know sometimes get a bit of a hostile welcome is for a number of reasons. A lot of them, you know, historically are, are kind of self inflicted reasons, but I think also it's would it It's a big deal when England turn up at places. It's a big deal to beat beat England. It's a big deal for teams to come to Wembley and and beat England. I don't think that's an arrogant thing to say. I think that's just a fact. It's 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 it is. A, England are historically, despite the fact that we've been shite at every major <laughs> tournament pretty much since nineteen sixty six until the last few years. Playing against England's a big deal. Other teams have said that quite categorically. I think as well
1: because Premier League is known as the best league in the world, yeah. there is an attachment to you being English and the league being English and you kinda go, You've got the best you so called the mm-hmm. best football and not nation but the best eleven you put out, but the best football in the league. Yeah. And it's like a scalp there. Same in the Champions League. They like knocking out the English clubs in the Champions League and doesn't always have to be motivated by hate does it it no. can be motivated by sport and achievements and we have underachieved and nations much more than us with less resource of, of massively overachieved in their standards and you, you look at it and you go it's nice that it's changed for once like we absolutely we shouldn't be this happy about getting to the final we are because we've no, been but, starved it, of it exactly and i think that's
0: <laughs> so that's why when we did the semi-final preview that was why i thought it was relevant to actually look in raw numbers exactly how big an achievement this is for Southgate and a team because they're, they're a fantastic football team. There are any... I mean, you could probably say there are what maybe 10 world-class players in that squad. And, and, and there is no exaggeration to say that they are probably, apart from maybe on paper, Portugal and France, probably got the strongest squads in the tournament, arguably. Maybe Germany as well. But... It's, it's it's so much more than that, as we know. It's so much more than that goes into it, and I think it's a huge achievement. And I think, talking about that game last night particularly, you were talking about the Croatia game before, Ryan. I thought the the big thing that was different from the Croatia game, and you talked about England and Southgate learning from that experience, and the core of that team is still together now for this, this squad, was that in that game, we looked like we ran out of ideas, and we were just clinging on, and we wanted to stay in the game, and hopefully something would happen for us. Whereas in this game... I felt as though we knew the longer this goes on, the more chance we have of winning it. So we just keep going, we keep going, we keep going. I thought second half England were unbelievable. I thought they were brilliant second half. And to go into extra time, sometimes when you watch extra time, or a lot of the time, everyone looks so shattered. It's shattered. Shattered? That it's crap. But it wasn't. Nope. England looked energetic. They looked like they still had ideas. They looked like they still could create. And I think... It if you have just a
1: plan and you stick to it and you keep plugging away at it, you're gonna create chances, aren't you? Yeah. We touched on England conceding a goal before for quite a while. We haven't conceded from open play. We've played another 120 minutes without conceding from open play. So you look at it and get again, and you go, "That is a monumental effort." Yeah, absolutely hugely. monumental effort. And um, I kind of look at it, and this is where I think we win against Denmark in a way is that we we've got a squad good enough to bring Grealish on. And to bring him off.
2: <laughs> well, you've also just just on that wasn't like, happy about that, mate. Yeah, just on that, you have got the, the circumstances as well that allows that, which is obviously the extra substitutions, which I you know every every team has. Yeah. But it, it kind of feels like a bit of a perfect storm for England because they've got such a good good amount of talents. They've got a bigger squad that they're allowed now with twenty six players. They can use more substitutions. Yeah. And it seems to have gone really well. Now I'm not gonna say that I don't think Southgate would have been able to handle it as well. If it was just regular, I think he would have. I think he was opposite. I think he's very good at doing it. But the, it, it is kind of a bit of a perfect storm, so you have to bring Greeley Shot on, taking him off, yeah. But it's clever as For well, me, it's, it's, it's more smart. just
1: highlighting Grealish gets in most teams 11 and you look at Denmark I'm not being disrespectful I kept saying it yesterday To bring bringing lads off the bench who played for like winning the championship last year and Brentford and stuff like that you go we're good enough to not only not start Grealish but to bring him on and then bring him off for someone like Kevin Tripp who's just won well you go yeah Jaden Sancho didn't even get on the bench. Phil Foden didn't start like that. Sometimes you're when we're as strong as your bench, and you go back to Croatia, and we went through that bench the other day, and you go, would Welbeck have changed the game for us? At that would, level. Would Loftus-Cheek have changed the game no. for us? You look at it now, and you go, Foden, Sancho, Grealish, they will change the, the game for us. And if you're running at a tired team with 20 minutes to go, and you've got lads behind you like Phillips, Rice, and Henderson, and Stones, and Maguire, who we still fit as a fiddle, yeah putting in everything tactically astute everyone knows where the position is you go they're going to get a chance exactly and that's, 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 that's how we're playing in my eyes
0: I mean I, I would personally felt I sort of felt personally attacked by Southgate when he took Grealish <laughs> off it, it really did cut me deep to the point where I was saying it's taking the shine off it for me it really it was, has taken the shine off but then I saw he didn't care did I he I saw that Grealish said I don't I, I, he said I, I'm not bothered I'm not bothered boss we got to best the final best thing is and, that
1: he will care but that, his attitude yeah. is to say, no, and I'm part he, of the team, yeah, the collective. Exactly. And I think Everyone that, will care. Sancho will be heartbroken he didn't get on that pitch, but he won't storm off and
0: no, create a scene Because he wants because to be part of it. created that yeah. culture.
1: And he'll be telling them, listen, lads, we've got plenty more tournaments coming up.
0: Yeah. We're going to win them all anyway, so I wouldn't worry about it, boys. <laughs> I think I think as well, what you look at with someone like Grealish, you, can, you could be fooled I think into thinking that he isn't a team player that he's an individualistic type of player and that's partly because of his style he is the type of person who goes and gets in and wants to run and travel and make things happen but that example of coming off and going I don't care it's you're the boss and this is what the team needs and I think that demonstrates the sense of of team that they've got within that squad Ryan you were talking there about players running into the box that was where the penalty came from Sterling with a driving run which he's been doing all tournaments and he did all night he was Absolutely superb. I thought it was a penalty. I know there's been quite a lot of debate. I feel like so. Twitter has decided it ah, wasn't a penalty and now I, we have to defend it. I personally thought it was a penalty.
2: Well, I've, I feel like a referee saw it and then loads of people watching a replay of it saw it and give it... But I don't really know what the conversation is, to be honest. I, look, England have had terrible, terrible decisions go against them. I'm not saying that's the reason this one's gone for them, but they, it's been scrutinised more and more like uh, than ever before in a, in, a, in a game. They've got cameras there and people are talking about the two balls on the pitch, right, well, that happens.
0: That was so weird. That, that. that, that mm. happens. I, How did look, the I, does that
2: happen? I, I, I just honestly think it's a penalty, like, just get over it. And I wouldn't, like I said to you before, if it went against England, there's still enough time to go and do something else so it was in the first half of extra time there's still 15 minutes to go and change that game again
0: longer than that wasn't it there? there's probably still about
1: 20 minutes to go at that well, point. possibly yeah because, because I didn't think it was a penalty I think it's one of them really unique ones where if the ref didn't give it I don't think VAR overturns the ref and gives it yeah, yeah. but the fact the ref did give it I don't think he overturns the ref and, not, and doesn't give it it's it's one of them grey area ones I, I think it's very very soft but it's not one of them that I'm going to be like oh we, we shouldn't have deserved to go through because he's, he's given them something to think about anyway with the run he does I, get I, I think the a lads, slight
0: touch I think Malin knees him and Jansen pushes him over mate in
2: 1986 Maradona punched the ball in the net like I'm not <laughs> being funny we, <laughs> the amount of times England have had this and like if you want me to have a proper England that's on this I don't care like I don't care if people yeah, think, think it wasn't a penalty do. I, no, I, I, I mean, I mean
0: there, is, there is there is, there is, part of me that's a bit like, I, I also thought it was quite funny that people were going, oh, I so see everyone was virtue signalling about the Italians, are you going to do it about Sterling? It really isn't the same thing. Sterling going down a little bit easy to win a penalty is not the same as some of the things that the Italians were getting up to in the Belgium game, where they were literally lying on the floor for about 30 seconds, faking an injury, and then when they scored, stand up and run off again. It, I personally didn't have a problem with it but it is entirely different from what was happening in the in with stalin. Well,
2: that's not, and yeah, y- you're
1: allowed to do that. It's, it's not well. <laughs> controversial enough to overshadow the win like some people are making out. It's um it's just one of those that soften with the bad opinion.
0: Yeah, I thought so. I, I I just personally thought it it was a foul and was a penalty. And I think also Harry Kane's was even more of a penalty than that one was he literally got stamped on his foot and as he poked it through the fella's legs. So it's six to one and a half a dozen of the other in a way, but I just thought it really isn't that big a deal. If that was just a free kick on the halfway line, I don't think anyone would even remember it had happened. Yeah, I just thought that that just pretty standard file. it's just been stripped up and pushed over in the area. So, um, chaps, I did want to um, before we kind of wrap up part one and move on to part two. There was there was I mentioned to you last night about the last time England got to a, a tournament final. I kind of want to wrap us up to a degree on on this sort of piece of information, I was looking at it today. So the last time that England made a major tournament final, the people who would have been watching that match, who would have been the same age as us, we're in our late 20s, they would have been born before the Second World War. That is how long ago it was since England got to a major tournament final. So I don't think that we should be underplaying in any sense how big an achievement it is and how much we should enjoy it. And I, I, I tweeted last night and I, I texted a few people just just enjoy. i mean i was absolutely bladded but just enjoy it just enjoy it drink it in suck it up enjoy it for the next few days enjoy the content yeah. enjoy the build up on sunday whoever you're watching it with wherever you're watching it just enjoy it cuz it, it doesn't come around again and and it might be another 50 60 years until it happens again you i don't think yeah. it will not with this it, with the setup as it is but you just don't know.
2: Yeah, and that's what football is, enjoyment. Yeah. You've really got to find it, haven't you? So, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. That is, as I said, generations of, of people haven't seen this. And, yeah, <laughs> just enjoy it. I don't know whether I'll enjoy it that much, but, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> I also think with this side and with Southgate, it feels like the start, even if we don't yeah. win on Sunday, it feels like the start, not the end. And you kind of look at it now and you go to young side sometimes with with these hoodoos, you have it with your club teams. We had it with, with Tram, you're not getting promoted for years and years. Once you get one or you get a bit of success, it snowballs for a bit and you, yeah the the good German sides of the early two, like the sort of middle two thousands, the recent French side, they the Spain. Spanish side that they tend to win tournaments in clumps or at least be competitive and yeah. I don't see a reason why we can't be for the next six, eight years, maybe even longer. So that's the nice feeling for me, that we've finally got a side. One, we're proud of off the pitch. And two, we feel like we'll achieve something on the pitch.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's yeah, I think that's a really nice way for us to wrap up part one. We'll have a little break and we'll come back for part two where we'll have a chat about the game on Tuesday night between Italy and Spain. And we'll look forward to the final on Sunday.
2: Stop putting pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Schmeichel saves! King! Wembley is alive and thundering with noise.
0: Welcome back. We're Now in part 2 where we're going to have a little chat about Italy Spain and then we'll have a little chat as well about the final on Sunday. And you're a lover of beautiful football. You you you're a man who appreciates a, you know a a false nine and an inverted winger and a and a you know a, a 6 and 8 and a 10 and the switching the positions. That game on Tuesday it had all of it, didn't it? It had all of it. Just dead hard to follow what was going on. <laughs> it was absolute chaos, Because
2: obviously, you know, they changed, changed the ball to this, like, silver ball. I mean, yeah, with, was, with this, the, some, was where, this planned, or did yeah, someone just have a
0: bright idea at some point? Well, I assume they did,
2: yeah. And it worked pretty well. So he changed it to, like, silver ball, like, 04. And I just thought it just zipped about, obviously because it was pissing down as well. Did it,
0: did it feel a little bit to you? Like, do you remember when you were kids, and you'd have a friend who'd always have the good the good oh, yeah. yeah, And you'd be like, is there, is Dava playing out tonight? <laughs> And I told him like, oh no, we're Like, oh, can we get his ball off him? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, no, it did feel like that. And uh, honestly, it was so fast and, and quick. I think Pedri passed the ball successfully all the time. Yeah, there um, was. A,
0: I think he got, in the 90 minutes, let me just... I think he got 100% of his passes <laughs> completed.
2: It's <laughs> just a joke, really, to be honest. I think,
0: um, yeah... How is th- that even possible? Uh, Spain were brilliant. and They were, weren't they? they were, Surprisingly uh, so, although... Ryan doesn't seem to think so. Well, no, i i no. i i
2: thought they were i thought they were very very good. I just thought they were missing that striker, and I've said this for a while. Like the work that Torres and Villa did, mm-hmm. it cannot go underestimated because they just finished. They finished everything off, and, and they just took goals away, and it was so good. And I think the the only things that let Spain down compared to the previous like. Teams that they've had is that defence, and I don't know whether it's because they don't. You've got Laporta, who probably isn't settled with that team. I, I think, don't know if yeah, that's a okay. case. Possibly, I don't know, but the,
0: keep, the keeper doesn't, doesn't, wouldn't fill me with confidence. I,
2: I just think they're not as like, oh, they're going to keep clean sheets, it's going to yeah. be hard to beat them. Whereas like previous teams for Spain have just kept them for fun. I I thought Italy did really well to, to dig in at times because the, yeah. the amount of movement and the quickness and the speed of Spain. I think genuinely did scare them. Well, they they but were... I I I thought they could have put Morata on a bit sooner. I know he's he's
0: well. Do you know what though? Because I was thinking about that because it's interesting you mentioned about the lack of striker. Because I think I think that's that's true. I think it was, I think Spain were absolutely much the better team for the most of the game, and were really good up until that final third, And they just lacked a little bit of cutting edge. But they made the switch, didn't they, to the to almost playing like the three nines, like rather than playing, like, with a... Do you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they were kind of all taking up different positions. Um, but I was just surprised by the pace that they played at. I thought they'd been a bit lethargic throughout this tournament, and you felt as though there was a, there was a period in the Croatia game where they were really good. Um, but apart from that, they looked really slow and lethargic and a little bit, like... Like, like, like it's just it's been waiting to happen, and then and they just went flew straight into that Italy game, and they they were I just thought they were fantastic.
2: Well, I was worried because I was looking up, and going England, don't play this fast. But it's hard to hard to judge that. But I, I yeah, I thought Spain were really good. Italy themselves, though, they're, they're knowledgeable. They're so smart in what they do. Yeah. And that Chiesa goal is absolutely fantastic. Like, oh, I just won it? There are the scenes. Just the scenes. Cut in, bang, oh.
0: There was a really funny bit where I can't remember who the co the, the comms, the pundit was, was talking about um, you know, he should be doing his research and he should know what foot he's gonna come on and he shouldn't have been showing him in there. And I was thinking it's like seventy minutes into like the most frenetic game of football I've ever seen. Yeah, it was Danny Murphy. It was Danny Murphy. Ma- I was oh god, Speaking of fun, who I isn't? just really don't want to talk about Danny Murphy. Uh, Ryan, you weren't that surprised about Spain.
1: No, I, we've got a bit of a running joke about my loving for this Italy team, but I, I Italy press and Spain are the best passing team in world football, and that I think I said to you that they a the team that's capable of passing through the press. Mm-hmm. and I felt like styles make matches in the same way they do in yep. boxing, and yep. this was two styles that were going to benefit Spain. I think since Spain's draw with Poland, while having some glaring sort of defensive issues, they've been absolutely fantastic. And got, um, Enrique said, We're going to go. Even
0: against Switzerland, it was shit against Switzerland. <sighs> The, like the, really the, poor. the
1: problem is, we, you have both just talked on rightly so the the lack of striker. If you put Harry Kane or someone of that ilk in in this Spain squad, possibly, but they don't have Harry Kane. So that so I'm not, I don't want to really slag them off and not having a goal scorer. Slag when, them off, mate. Do it. The rest you've of gone full them circle. is so good, like they are so good at football like ridiculously good at mm. football. Busquets
0: and has made a big difference, hasn't he, coming in there?
1: He's just, when when you look at, they've got quite a lot of inexperienced players, Pedri and Torres and Alma and people like that, you need that experienced head, and he's just a pivot in the middle. Um, Italy had 29% possession in Italy, I know most. They've got Jorginho and Verratti in midfield, two mm. of the best passes of the ball you can get, so if you've got less than 30% possession with those two, you're doing something well defensively, yeah. but Spain are doing something right as well. I think in my prediction I said Italy would just get through, and I think it is that know-how that and just touched on. Yeah. They've kind of football doesn't always win, and that's Spain's problem, and that's why I think Guardiola gets a lot of plaudits because he's one of the only managers I've seen. And to be fair, Klopp at Liverpool winning with an unbelievably nice style, mm-hmm. and Spain have the style but lack a little bit of the substance at the moment. Um, yeah, I think, that's I, think I brought it up in the last one that they don't seem to be producing strikes anymore because they just produce that Pedri, that Busquets, that Koke. They've got so many of them, mm-hmm. it's like incredible. But if they don't get two 0 up, they never, they never safe are they? They just never safe. Well, I just
0: I thought I, I thought defensively. Yeah, they were they were shaky, but but I kind of felt as though the thing that that ultimately was like. Are they going to be able to score score enough goals past this Italian team to, to win it? I mean, the goal was the goal was brilliant, wasn't it? That, Fantastic. That, there was a, there was a lovely bit of play by um, Danny Almo on the edge of the box, wasn't what it? Just a the sortest feed. He was brilliant on the turn. Really good. Jesus. Really good. I, I was um, again. I mean, we talk about before the tournament about the, one of the great things about European and, and, and World Cup, that the, the sort of international tournaments is. Coming across those players that you maybe didn't didn't know about. For I knew Danny Olmo was. I'd never really watched an enormous amount of him, but he's 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 great, and he's a he's a, he's a really. I'm surprised he doesn't already play for Man City. To be perfectly honest with you, he really feels like he should play for Man City. Still um, no time, yeah. Pending 38 million pound move tomorrow or something. But yeah, I, I I just wondered if they wouldn't have that cutting edge. But I think, as you say, with Italy, what was so impressive about them was, was that they adapted to the challenge that was in front of them. you know, in the same way that England had to adapt. Yeah. Italy adapted and went okay normally we impose ourselves on these games and we set the tempo we're not going to be able to do that today so we're going to have to do something different Italy
1: and England are very alike
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: we've both got to the final for the You same support read. both of them? <laughs> no I, I, we we have a way of playing Italy's yeah. has had to be compromised a bit by Emerson coming in for All you're not going to get um, sporadic runs mm-hmm. down the left as much a bit more measured but we we try and press high we try and make in the opposition's half, mm-hmm. they counter at a lot more pace than they probably... England's pressing is very much measured. Like, we set traps all over the park and we we, we don't just press for pressing's sake. Yeah. I feel like Italy do a bit and it's a bit of that like rock and roll style football where anything can happen. But after that hour mark, there's going to be a drop-off. You can't keep that pace up. And that's going to be their Achilles heel for me, especially if... I think that's why Spain went without Morata, for that reason. I said before about Kane having someone up there that you're just going to target and go mm. let's get into a battle. But Morata, in fairness, I think his movement for a big fellow is actually really good. He's fast. He's what about intelligent. his first
0: touch? it's first just first not touch, consistent. With is Marata. his first touch good for a big for a big man? Yeah, it is. It is. good, I'd touch, I'd good t- touch for a big man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say
1: it is. The problem is he just he misses when he should when he should score, and he scores when he should miss. He's just one frustrating player.s
0: There was the perfect. It was almost like. If someone had never heard of Alvaro Morata before or never seen him play, just just, just show him from the minute he walks on the bench to him to him missing that penalty was like this is all you need to know about Alvaro Morata. Yeah. This because he came on and he really did add a little bit of edge for him in terms of being in front of if goal. He,
1: he's a throwback, I think, to a, a, a striker that in the nineties if he played in the pair, and you would have played him with like a Michael Owen or like a proper David v, a proper finisher. It'd be re- really
0: good Are you saying you... he's Steve Claridge. <laughs> it's more Emil
1: Heskey. No. Um <laughs> I, ju- I just I just think when you play him up there by yourself and you get one chance and you want him to score it, he's not really your guy. But I don't think that makes him shit footballer. No, he's, he's a brilliant just footballer, but not he's but a good he's, finisher. But
0: he's not he's not that next level no, footballer, unfortunately. But it doesn't mean he's not great. Um when he stepped up to take that penalty, you kinda of just knew he wasn't gonna score. Didn't you? I felt
2: him. like he rushed it. I felt like he just rushed it. I mm. feel like the ones the players who have missed penalties just haven't taken enough time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean like in the run-up. I just mean they'll put the ball down, walk back, go. And you're like, take your time. I think someone worked it out the other day. All of France's penalties were like five seconds. Mm-hmm. And Mbappe's was... Also, I think it might have been five seconds. And Mbappe's was a lot quicker.
0: Yeah. I think... He does that, run dead faster. No, <laughs>
2: I mean just the, the decision to run up. I, I, I don't know. I mean... There's all sorts of like psychology behind penalties and, yeah. and technical ability it comes into it a lot, but yeah, it it's not nice to see him him no. be the one who who, who who missed. But I did think that extra time I thought Italy want penalties here as well. And it you did. could see they wanted penalties yeah. because Chiellini absolutely loved it.
0: <laughs> that was so good. You know when he picked, just when he, punching people. When, when he when he went up and and I saw somebody <laughs> tweeting saying, well, Danny Murphy goes, He's just punched him. He's just punched him. <laughs> but he the, got
2: sent. Danny, Danny, <laughs> Danny Murphy
0: was going. The thing is oh, that if, if, if he's done his research there uh, and and known about you know what type of punching style the other player has got, then really he should have been able to punch him harder uh, in that scenario. At the
2: end of the 120 minutes, I don't want to be headlocked by Giorgio Keely. Yeah, I saw
0: someone tweeting saying, "Would he have done that if Sergio Ramos the was way, the, the Spain captain?"
2: I think.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
2: I, can you imagine I that think, they literally uh,
0: would have both got their penises out and measured them? Wow! I think they would. It would have been a literal dick swinging contest.
1: <laughs> if um, if there isn't six subs. I think Italy lose that game. Really? Yeah. They were dead on the feet and you've changed more than half your outfield personnel. Yeah, that's true. I think Spain would have been fresher even without their subs because when you keep the ball, you naturally are. Mm-hmm. I think they're saved by the 6-6 six, six sub rule, in my opinion. Because they've got a lot of... Their bench is good as well. Yeah. Italy's. Like, that. You could pick any of their midfielders and just lash them in there. And you can't. Yeah, you're not losing much.
0: I feel like the, the, the that's the, in, when you talk about comparisons between England and, and Italy. That's one of them that I feel as though the spread of quality is quite even across the squads. Yeah. In that you don't lose an enormous amount by say you know um, putting uh, Ballati on for Immobile, putting um, putting uh, what what's your money plays in midfield? Locatelli. Locatelli in for any of those three. You yeah. just you, the 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 level of quality is. Is pretty consistent no matter who it is who, who comes in and comes out. Obviously they've got players in there you think they are probably slightly better, maybe someone like Insinia or Spinatola before he got the injury, yeah. Jorginho, who are maybe really important to the way that they play and the way that they, they set the tone on, on the on the on the pitch. But generally speaking I think they've got good players to come in and out.
1: And I think the reason they surprise people is because no one not no one, not that many people watch Sevilla. So if you talk about Verati and Jorginho and people like that, we know them from yeah. Other leagues and obviously the big Champions League games, but your Piscini's your Locatelli's your Belotti's I don't think many English yeah, even fans like know too much mm-hmm. about them. Um, Immobile is a world class goal scorer. I don't think he's technically world class in this whole all round game. Mm-hmm. Um, and but Belotti's so like for like, do you feel like you just get a fresher version of Immobile when yeah. he comes on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ant, I just sort of went over you then.
2: No, no, no. Uh, what I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, you said twenty nine percent possession for Italy, didn't you? Yeah. So all you think of Jorginho is it like was there them ridiculous passing stats wasn't it? it's yeah. like oh he's made all these passes. But to be fair to him, to run round and chase that mm. midfield and those forwards. I thought it was brilliant. His penalty was fantastic. It
0: is. I, but do you you're just, gonna
2: you're, you're gonna say you're gonna say it's a bit annoying for the keeper. No, no, not you know? at
0: all. No, I just I, I thought <laughs> that the, the the thing for the keeper was that the keeper did exactly what he wanted just him stay. to do. But,
2: I know it's hard, but stay there, yeah, just, just stay stand there. As long there. As long you can. know
0: what Jorginho, I mean it was it was a lovely penalty. It was yeah. and to do it at that moment is so good. It's so, it's so Italian in yeah. it, yeah. I'm laughing because I was
1: watching it with Rach and I made out I was like Devin Brown. So as he <laughs> got with the ball, I was like, Oh, he's gonna do like a little Hop, uh, step, and a jump here, And she was like, What? And I was like, You do like a little hop, and then he would do it, and he would just put a finger it. The in, and then he, she was like, How did you know that? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Does it all
2: time. Just up? get his YouTube <laughs> compilation of his
0: 800 penalties.
2: Yeah, well, someone brought up, like, uh, I was speaking to someone the over there, and he was saying, Oh, you know, it's really harsh on keepers now these days, so he shouldn't be allowed to do it. And I was thinking, I, I-, I don't understand this, because every time a keeper used to save a penalty, they would have the 6 yard box. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that's,
0: The keeper was closer you, to the ball than the penalty taker. Yeah, you
2: yeah. can't have it both ways. I was like, you should. It should be on target, and you've got a chance of saving it. Don't go so early. Yeah, like
0: it. It was beautiful, but he did. Simon did exactly what he wants them to do. That you know, you know, if you're going. What would be the ideal scenario for me here, Jorginho, when I'm going up to take this penalty? Probably for the keeper to fall over the other way. They look
1: like this. Sh- it shouldn't work that technique. Every time I watch it, I think, no, that don't. I was well, thinking Yakubu. I remember um, Yakubu doing
0: that type of thing.
1: Yeah, but I mean back then you could actually stop. Remember that when you just
2: stop in the middle of a penalty. <laughs> well, Aldridge was the famous one, yeah. wasn't he? Doing the little
0: shuffle yeah. and stuff. But. So looking forward to the final then on Sunday, chaps. We've obviously spoken at length about England and about how much it means in terms of the history and what it means to, to everybody who's, who's invested in the England team. How do we, how do we first, first of all, then, how do we see England lining up?
2: Um, oh, I, That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I,
0: uh, do we go back to the back three? Do we stick with the back four? I, do we play everyone at the back? Does Southgate pick himself? Can oh, we play the little car? Oh, the little car. <laughs>
1: If, if Spinner's always playing, you, you definitely go back to the back three. Mm-hmm. I think he might stay with that back four now. Okay. And partly because it can become a back three anyway. Yeah, yeah. Walker trans- just shifts over, Luke Shaw goes up, and you, you kind of make that back three in transition. If you go to the back three now, you're probably going to lose that chemistry I think you've got now with Saka, Stale and Mountain Kane. And mm-hmm. wouldn't be a... Surprised, I don't know. I was going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if Henderson comes in, and I wouldn't be surprised if, um,
0: well, I would. I'd play comes Henderson, I'd play thing Henderson. Is, I'm
1: thinking of Southgate now, and I don't think he's that reactionary. I don't think well, he-
0: I would just play Henderson because I think
1: over Rice, though, or instead of Mount, mm, I, we're assuming I, Phillips I, now just can't be dropped, in my opinion.
0: Mm, you- the
2: Yorkshire payload, absolutely not. No, no,
0: no. yeah, it, it's hard because, yeah, I feel as though. I don't know. Again, going back to what you were saying, we were saying very early on. It, I kind of don't really care. I trust Southgate knows what he's doing. Um, if it was me in the, uh, you know, in the war room making those decisions, I mean, we would be in a, for a world of pain because I'd have Grealish in every position. But no,
2: to be fair, to, to be to be fair to you, Grealish will be a... I He'll play. A, I think he'll play a lot more yeah. in this game. I could see him coming off the bench. Um, and probably playing half an hour and it'd be really difficult if we're for winning it. If, I think Do you mean when we're winning I think either way when we're winning I think either way because he had he, he so much If he'll just grab a load of free kicks yeah in, in the most basic way so I think if you're defending or you're attacking that's a massive thing so I I think he'll have a I hope he has a big part to play um, as for the formation I don't see how you can drop Saka because that, he did a job on mailer and he never... He scared him. And he never got forward mailer at all. No, he... And England have done that twice now. We mentioned Gosens and I I think that was really impressive and he doesn't look scared. He doesn't fear it and he's good on the ball. I, I think he'll start. I don't think it'll be much of a change at all, really.
0: Yeah, I could... I w- again, I th- I wouldn't be surprised if we just played the same same eleven. That he started with but but yeah I think I think maybe 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 won't start Henderson but but I can see a, an argument for starting Henderson because of the experience he's got in those big games but I also think there is definitely a you can put a lot of stock in the fact that the team that's got us there deserves to start that final they've earned they've done they've, they've, yeah. they've got us there they've done the things that they've been asked to do they're more than good enough to go and win that final and I think Southgate's big big proponent of trust in mm. his players. Yeah. Um it was it was interesting you mentioned Grealish there in terms of what he might play. Um I always like a little mention of Grealish. I bought a little Jack Grealish top today that I'm hoping will be delivered for Sunday. Um so I'm excited about that from Art of Football. I'll be, I'll, um but go on. there was obviously that that thing with with talking about how we kind of get our teams. And like I think Grealish is, is, is a weapon. Phone's a weapon as well and it's looking at how we use those weapons and when we use them will obviously perhaps be dependent on how long the game is. It may be ninety minutes. It may be one hundred and twenty minutes. I think it might go the distance. I think this might be the one we end up on penalties with, which will be fucking horrible. Oh, in a I'll, be, final. I'll be
2: sick at that point. How do you think the Italians go then? Because do you think do you think they come go unchanged? There was a lot of running in that game. I, I, think I they know might... there's a lot of running in every game of football, but. I, as Ryan said, there. Uh, I, I mean, I think it was said on commentary. Both teams won ex- one penalties here, and I say I think it was more Italy than
1: it was more Italy. Than, Spain than would Spain. have happily played another ten minutes. But, I think, but I think there was only going to be one winner.
0: I think, yeah, I think that, uh, but I think that was partly because I think both teams, if they said who's more likely to win on a penalty shootout, I think everyone would have said Italy. Do you
1: know what I find interesting? I have to keep reminding myself though that Italy don't play a back three because it always feels like they do, but they don't. They play four three three. And, like, going back to that, for us, the the battle we have to win is that in the middle of the Mm park. Barella, Jorginho and Verratti is phenomenal. And maybe if he did go Henderson, he'd have Phillips in the Mount role, but not quite as advanced to do the pressing. Just go and press Jorginho. But then you look and you go, Mount plays with Jorginho at Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Just sit on him. Just sit on him and stop anything going to him. Yeah. You look at the centre-halves, they're the biggest strength, but they're probably the biggest weakness. And I know that sounds really weird to say, but I think that's where we hurt them. Yeah. I genuinely think that's where we hurt them. We just move them around. Outside of those two, they're not actually that big of a side
0: either. No, no, like, I think that's true.
1: Like, if you go, all right, Maguire's getting picked up by Benucci, Keelini's picking up stones, and then you put some of our other lads in there, and you've got, like, Kane, Kane Rice is quite big, Rice is quite big. You go, there's some mismatches there.
0: Mm. I think potentially that could be somewhere that we could exploit. So are we thinking then? I think Donnarumma,
1: that was absolute fantastic goalkeeper. Commands his box, and makes great saves, such a presence. Um, so I think they probably stay the same line-up, Italy. Um, the only potential place I can see coming in is maybe one of them wide men. Yeah. He might go Berardi.
2: Um, he, was, he was impressive.
1: Yeah, and he cuts inside, and maybe that gives. It's
0: been good every time he's
2: come gives on Shaw it. Shaw
1: something different to think about. If Shaw wants to go on the overlap and you've got a fellow who's a bit more inverted, you kind of drag Shaw a bit more alongside Maguire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I'm sure Southgate's got every different formation planned already ready to go and they're just working on it now which is a nice feeling rather than thinking up until kickoff I don't know what my team's going to be probably knows it now
0: yeah exactly and I think it's also a case of there will be different scenarios that present themselves within the game and he'll have different plans for how to react to those and, and and how he's going to play it out and who he's going to use and which weapons will be needed
2: this is a huge game for Mancini isn't it he Ooh. could, he could <laughs> probably cement himself.
0: Is that you, Ant Solson, with with shock opinion that final is big game no, for manager? No, I
2: mean, I just mean in terms of because I think when Mancini le- left, <laughs> when he left City, I, I I think it was kind of seen as like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just for you to say <laughs> it again. Who's it a big game for? Uh, Southgate.
2: <laughs> I just think it, when he left Man City and then. Who? Sure. <laughs> and then the, the English, Bobby. the English fans and English media, they kind of it kind of came in a little bit like uh it wasn't as re- respected as he should have been because he came in in Chain City. Mm-hmm. um So I just think it, it's a chance for him to cement himself in in history, and I I think they've got a good one. <laughs> and I, they they look fucking fantastic still, by the way.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we said didn't we before both for the semi-finals who would we rather play? I, I, I said Italy because I know
2: I, I you know what you're gonna get. I just thought Spain they could do anything.
0: Yeah, I I, I was airing with Italy just because I thought as much as I want to think about you know who would they rather England playing and rather us win it and blah 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 and all the rest of it. Part of me was just a bit like you're in a big final. It's a big occasion. You know, it's it's a huge moment in 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 football history for this country and and the first time we've seen it in terms of having that occasion. I wanted to be against the Italians because you know either way whatever happens it'll be memorable because that's just the way that they go about it the way they've gone about everything in this tournament it, you know i'm sure come the 87th minute when we're 1-0 down and they're doing something horrible i will be frothing at the mouth in the pub but i think just just to be a part of the whole thing i just think it's going to be i'm just i'm really excited for all of it i'm just, I'm, I'm just really i'm looking I forward feel to. like
1: we've we've had Similar paths to the final as well. Like, I know this they, is probably slightly hard because they played hard. They played Belgium and Spain uh, and Austria. We played um, U- Ukraine, Germany, and Denmark. But do you know when you look at two sides that look like they have a knack of knowing how to win games of football? Yeah. But something's got to give because they're playing each other. Mm hmm. Like, we're sitting here, I'm nervous now because we're talking about it. Like, <laughs> I need to put it to the back of my mind. But I'm sitting here still thinking
2: they'll be nervous about us. Yeah. And, Oh yeah, there's definitely a a podcast in, in Italy going on about, yeah, but what do you think of England? though they really go <laughs> <them, aren't> <laughs> El Marco.
1: El Mane Marco. <laughs> no, they, they will be and, and we can hear teams and you're still looking at it going Spain scored against them, Belgium scored against them, Austria scored against them. Like, you're not saying that about England, and I think we've got the better attacking players than they've got, and we're the one not conceding goals. So, be confident, be brave. Yeah, you're going to be in front of eighty thousand. Yeah, look, look
0: I mean, it is it? Still, I think it's still. I think it's still reduced. I no, I think it's sixty-five still.
2: And look, and if England okay. fall on the sword, the then they fall on the sword. Like that. That's that's the way the, the way football works. And if you're, you come second, you come second. Like that.
0: Exactly, and I, and I think you know we'll get to our score predictions in a moment but we were talking about it with the Denmark game last night Denmark are a good team but England are a better team and I think that was what I kept reminding myself was we're a better team and and we know what we're doing Italy are a good team England are also a good team I don't feel like we should be worried or concerned or have any trepidation about it yes it's a final, yes they're a good side but we've got as good a chance as they have and I think that's what we need to look at. And as Ryan said, be brave and be bold and, and go into it on a front foot. So then, I probably to conclude, lads, I want your predictions. You know, we've gone all the way through this tournament. There've been many, many matches, many predictions. Not an enormous amount correct. I'll, I'll be I'll be brutally honest. Mainly from me, but let's go with the score predictions for the Euro twenty twenty final between Italy and England. And I am going to come to you first, mate. What's your prediction?
2: I think this is a perfect storm for England and I'm going
0: to go 2-0. 2-0 to the gland? Yeah. In normal time or extra? Normal time. Get, oh, oh, oh. get it done in my 90 minutes and give us a cramp. Yeah, get it done this weekend, you know. Get drunk. Ryan, um, prediction please, mate. This is, this is tough for you because obviously... You are well, tough.
2: It's not, it's not... Well, it, 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 family heritage and, and, and the like and you picked them here.
1: Yeah, well, it's not tough for who I want to win being honest, as much as I have an affinity and I love the Italians, I don't speak the language. I've never lived there. It's just my grandmother was Italian. I've got family still. El Marco. Still live
0: there. you saying you don't speak the language? Um,
1: what was it the other day? Uh, the Casa di Merda, was it? Is oh, that
0: yeah, what we were expecting been, on that, yeah, Sunday? Was um, what was that I again?
1: Remember, it was Shithouse, a real
0: shithouse, was uh, it? Casa yeah. di Merda. Merda.
1: Um, so yeah, I, I, did I, say that in a I want accent? England to win, but if I was to lose to anybody... But, I mean, come 90th minute, if we're losing 1 0 and they're like keeping You'll be it the ball the I'll be absolutely yeah. calling the Italians everything. <laughs> um, within reason. Within reason. I think similar to Pop, perfect storm. If you're ever going to win it, it's going to be in front of a relatively full Wembley riding this wave. It's going to go at least into extra time. So I'll say 1 0 in the 90. And then.
2: England on penalties.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what, that's my prediction as well. <sighs>
2: oh, it's, it's, you just that's sickening.
0: Yeah, Jorginho's <laughs> is going to try that little penalty thing, and Pickford's going to save it. Oh, here, just he, is. Get in his here head. he is! There he is! There he is! is. Just being a goes,
1: punching his own egg.
0: Oh, Come here! <laughs> he'll, right. he'll do it, and then he will get the rave on.
2: Is you got your ultra beat in his head?
0: All right, if you're, <laughs>
1: you're saying penalties Dan, just to make it more interesting, I'll say England in extra time. Okay. Three, one. We'll get the second. And then count it. And throw the bus at us and then yeah. we'll just count them.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> throw
1: a bus. <laughs>
0: What's I mean, Italian for bus? El busso. <laughs> there were people on buses in Trafalgar Square last night, so anything's there was so possible. There were so many
1: people on buses last night. I know, like it feels like... Why is that a thing? I know,
0: like, oh, we want do you know what we should do? What... Get on top of public transport. Uh, why not? Why not? I mean, let out, let out fireworks and all sorts, didn't he? So yeah, that's pretty good. The scenes on Wembley Way and stuff were something else. You know, we'll Did see. We, we, we can take oh, up on Sunday.
1: Autobus. Ah, oh, very good. Yeah, it's annoying when that happens. Like when you're learning a language uh, thing and they tell you what "okay" is and it's "okay," 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 <laughs> <laughs> "okay," <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> "okay," and you're like, "Did you really need to put that in?" <laughs> I think this is probably a good time for us to wrap up. To be perfectly honest with you, chaps. Um, oh, one sec. Go on. You find this sort interest in here? Or? You, you
1: wrap up and then I'll. I'll
0: Oh, oh, that's nice of you. I'll wrap up then. No, um, then. I'll have
1: something
0: to say, listeners. Thank you very much for for joining us today and for being with us throughout the. Uh, Ooh, can I say that the Euro twenty twenty action? I don't know what Ryan's looking at his it's laptop. A,
1: a dovece Palano ragazza? What was that? Where's the talking <laughs> one?
0: <laughs> um, there are. <laughs> that's not what you said. <laughs> I work with a couple of Italian lads, so I'll I'll ask them what the actual. I'll ask them to send the voice notes over I to said me. That wrong?
2: I mean, what po- possibly. <laughs>
0: Lads, we've got to broadcast this, you know. Sorry, go on, carry
2: on, just wrap us up.
0: I'll ask the two Italian lads who I work with if they can send me some voice notes. Oh, excellent, that'd be Um, great. Both very nice chaps, so I'm sure they'll be helpful and send that over to me. Um, Yeah, anyway, boys, thank you very much for your thoughts. Listener, thanks to you for listening. Ryan's got his hand up. What does
1: that mean? I remember where the talking I was meant to finish there. That's why I did the little. Oh right, sorry. Then I didn't. you could have played it to the Italian lads, and he would have went, "Ah, oh, didn't know there was an
2: Italian lad on that." This is <laughs> this is descending into a farce.
0: Descend, mate. It descended into a farce <laughs> when Ryan started googling <laughs> Italian words. Um, thank you to you, the listener, for listening along with us. We will be back at the very start of next week. Either on, it's probably going to be on Tuesday, and it's not going to be on Monday.
2: I'm not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this it'll is, be on.
0: It'll be on Tuesday. We've had to. Have had the shout of get to the pub early. So it'll be on Tuesday. Uh, We'll be back with a a final preview, hopefully uh, an England win preview. And we'll also preview. Review. Review. We'll be doing a a final review and we'll be looking back over the tournament as well and doing a little uh, review of our predictions and also give our thoughts on maybe some other little bits and bobs I've got up my sleeve for you as well. So we'll look forward to that next week. So uh, yeah, thanks for being with us. Hope you enjoy Sunday. If you can, we certainly will be. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Looking back on where we first met.
2: What do you want me to say here? I
0: cannot escape and I cannot forget. <laughs> Southgate, you're the one. You still tell me on. Football's coming home again. Do you want me to sing it like a Tom Kitten? Yeah, I wanna you sing like Atomic Ken. Okay.
2: Looking back on when we first met I cannot escape and I cannot forget. Self gay, you're the one. You still turn me on. Football's coming home again. Come on,
0: Ryan, get your microphone. Everyone wants to hear from you. One. Two one, two, three, everybody, looking back. The one? <laughs> <laughs> looking back on where we first met. I cannot escape and I cannot forget. Southgate, you're the one. You still turn me on. Football's coming home again. To flavor. <laughs>